tell y'all something real quick. I want everybody in this room to be prepared for some of the hottest, weirdest, most aggressive takes that you've heard on the Red Pill Podcast. Because Glasses is out of his fucking mind. Glasses is crazy. Man, like, gla- Glasses just glasses just be going. Before we get started, though, you know how we do it. White people clap for Glasses Malone right now. Cla- John. John, when I said clap for Glass Malone, at first you didn't clap. And I'm just letting you know, this is a guy you're going to want to clap for because he's fucking out of his mind, bro. What the? First of all, how you doing, brother? I'm cooling. Why am I out of my mind? First of all, you're out of your mind for a couple of reasons. I did your podcast and some of the boxing takes that you had were out of, it was, was crazy out of your head. But we'll talk about those later. But you did something that I really thought no West Coast artist would ever do. <laughs> Ever do was that you kind of played around with the legacy of Tupac a little bit? How did I play? With you play? You did, you didn't play with Tupac legacy a little no. bit? No, my my nigga, not my even at brother. All. First of all, not my nigga. You my brother. It's all Glass good. Both. My, yeah, both. you're both. I'm both. You for those who don't know, Glasses made what I consider to be. First of all, let's just talk about the art piece of it. Sure. The art piece of it um, was high art. Thank you. It was. Insanely well done. Thank you. So before we even get into how you played with Pac's legacy, please let's, let's talk about sure. the actual creatives that went behind this video. Tell us about the video. Tell tell people about the video that we're talking about. They know what we're talking about, but yeah. tell them tell us where the idea came from, the genesis of it, and what made you want to do it. Two sides. I was writing on like a story. I write stories. I write a lot of different things. Working on these stories called Two Sides. One I was working on is where John Wilkes Booth, his perspective of after he shot Lincoln, how people convinced him to shoot Lincoln. Um, he was an actor. Like, he was a, like an actor at that time. He wasn't like some kind of... He was a Southern sympathizer, Southern sympathizer though. He was well, a Southern I mean, sympathizer. again, that's just a way of life thing. He wasn't yeah. necessarily like a military guy. Mm, and a lot of people convinced him to do something, you know, based off of what they thought was right. And he did it. And when he was running... And going to them for help, nobody would help you. Yeah. Long story short, I'm writing these different stories, and I came to this story. I knew Freaky Dre, rest in peace. That was uh, one of the guys allegedly involved. As I'm writing on the story, it felt better as a rap. Mm-hmm. That's how the rap came about. The video itself was inspired by Jordan Lucas. You know what I mean? Jordan Lucas, first person in rap. Kanye did a first person video in rap. Um, I just wanted you to feel what it was like to be with your friends, to be jumped, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And to feel the pressure to actually have to retaliate for the sake of your reputation. The video we're playing it right now, you guys yeah. will be able to see it. This video is from the perspective of... Orlando Anderson. Orlando Baby Lane Anderson. Yeah, um, allegedly. Uh, who, who was one of the men that... Who was somebody that some people allegedly thought sure. has never been proven, yeah. might have had something to do with the death of Tupac Shakur. Sure, sure. Now, so... We're talking on that podcast, right? <laughs> so I do this. I do this podcast with glasses. Um, the, the 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 boxing point, Yo Adrian. We, yeah. we, we do we, we do Yo Adrian, and glasses tells me that he's like, I got something coming. <laughs> oh, you remember me? Too. Yeah, and like I got something coming, and like I, I want to see like no 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 no. And so much time had passed. It's been a couple of months. I've sure. forgotten. Yeah. Then you tweet out, Tupac deserved to die. Sure. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I see the video. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Joker. Me and my man Joker directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So you Shout actually directed the video? Yeah, me with me and Joker. Okay. Let me don't take no credit from Joker right. and the homie Condito. Uh, my boy Deuce Mac from the Young Giants. My boy Metro, he helped. Like he was in the video. He was finna get shot at the gas station. My boy King Lou. We just really bought that car. I bought that car for like eighteen hundred. Had to paint the car, mm-hmm. and we got a half a tune up and drove to Vegas shooting. Right. In a car we had just bought yeah. and painted. So, you 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 make this you make this video. You, yeah. you made you do the song. You do the video. Yeah. You put it out. What were you hoping to have happen? What happened? That's what you were hoping to have happen. Yeah. So what? Um, so tell us what happened then. Hip hop has just been in a really weird place where it's the narratives are like CNN narratives. All the rap songs are the same thing they're reporting on CNN. Like there is no new information. There's new. There's no new perspectives. Everyone is rapping about the same exact thing that CNN is reporting on. I wanted to give CNN something to talk about, mm-hmm. like the way hip hop was when I grew up. Right. That's it. So, but when you. When you, you you do that and you take such a specific incident, right? Sure. But like I remember exactly where I was yeah. when I when I when I saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember Pac had been been shot and he was in the hospital. And at first they said he was going to live, and then Pac died. And I just remembered everyone's reaction to it. I'm not yeah. you know young and I'm 39, sure, so I was 16 sure. when he was this happened. Yeah, same age. And so, <clears throat> um, such a, a a seminal moment in so many people's lives. Was there any part of yourself that felt like what you did was disrespectful, inappropriate? Not even a little. So you don't think that putting Not the video out was disrespectful to Pac no, at all? No, Because how could it, if if respect is about admiration, nothing about my video lacks admiration for Tupac Shakur. Mm-hmm. It's just another perspective of the same incident from a gang member relating to a gang member. Right. It's not, I'm not like, there's no lack of admiration. There's no... There's no shame in Tupac in the video. There's no disrespect in his legacy. There's no calling him out of his name. There's none of that. It's just the street's perspective on a mainstream event at this point. Why do you feel like people thought it was disrespectful? Because anytime you don't have Tupac's penis in your mouth, then at that point, it's considered disrespectful at mm. this point. It's starting to be like, where if you're not saying what everyone else is saying, then you're then you're not. And it's not. It's like... Where is the disrespect? Where is the lack of admiration? This is something I can relate to being from a gang in Los Angeles. I mm-hmm. know how it feels to be jump. I know the pressure you feel, the embarrassment you feel, where it's like you're going to be Chauncey from Menace to Society or you're going to be Eileen's cousin from Menace to Society. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have that. Imagine if he lets that go and Tupac jumps him. Do you know how many jokes people where we from would have for him? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, his best. If he get into it with his old lady, she's going to be like, well, you didn't do that to Tupac. When he was kicking your ass in the casino, that's what it's going to happen in Menace. You know. Remind me of how Kane was whooping your ass. <laughs> Chauncey. <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to be Eileen's cousin. Right. Where it's like, I got to go deal with this. Yeah, to get back. And I don't see where, where is it disrespectful? Where is it a, where is it a, a slight at his legacy? Well, I, I'll tell you why I think it's disrespectful. I, it like, because I think there's so much pain around it. You know what I mean? I think that when the, the only reason I think it's not disrespectful to Tupac, I think it's disrespectful to people's pain, the pain that they feel about the loss of Tupac, watching Tupac get executed. You know what I mean? Watching things that led up to Pac, like um, for a lot of us. And you're right. It's very hard to look 
it's very hard to judge Tupac by the same metric that we judge other artists or human beings or human beings sure. because of what he meant to us at the time that he came into our lives mm. and like what he was saying and how it was. So it's not so much. I don't think you disrespected him. I think I had no regards for how people felt. Right. I think the the feelings that people might have had towards Tupac or that we have towards I'm Tupac. I'm a gangster rapper. Right. Like true to form. I'm a gang member that raps and mm -hmm. I'm good at it. When has gangster rap ever took into account people's feeling? It just started happening. Well, let me say something that everybody will like. Let me be nice to everybody. That's not this kind of gangster rap. Mm. This gangster rap is unapologetic. Here it is, the truth. This is fuck the police in 2019. But is this the truth, though? This is, this is the truth as the closest as you can get as somebody not being in the car. Right. We don't know what really happened. Another, oh. another part of that is a lot of people look at it as fan fiction, too, as well. I don't mind. Yeah. So being that it's fan fiction, it seems like to take artistic license with something so serious to so many people, it was really a fuck you to a lot of people. Yeah, fuck them. Not <laughs> to Tupac, though. This guy, right. Not to Tupac, though. Right. But to them and their feelings, I don't care about their feelings. Fuck them people. Right. Them is the same people that's going to support anything else that's successful and popular. Right. My job is to deliver truth. My job is to deliver the streets. Right. I did it successfully. People know. Right. That's it. That's a gangster rapper's job is to deliver the street. I delivered it in the best way it's been delivered in, in years. That's the point of it. Not to compare the two, but is there anybody off limits? For the two sides glass, would you do this a similar video like this about Dr. King, Malcolm X, Megar Evers, anybody else? Not that Tupac is on those people's level, but people have, to be honest with you, sure. for better or for worse, a similar a similar emotional tethering to those people as they have sure. to Pac. To be honest with you, sad as to say, some people probably feel more emotional uh, emotional towards Pac. Would I mean, is there anybody off limits for this type of thing? No. No. You would do the same type of video about Dr. King? Well, I mean, I, I couldn't really relate because I don't know what happened. Right. I, I have to know. <clears throat> like this, I'm more secure in the truth. Sure. Right? I would have to know more of the truth. If I knew the truth and I could make a film about it mm -hmm. and I felt the person involved deserved to be humanized, right. you know what I'm saying, then, yeah, it's a possibility. Like some, some time ago, I, I, I wrote a tweet and then I put the tweet on um, on my Instagram, and the tweet said very simply this: It said that Kendrick Lamar is more talented than Tupac. Right now, why did you do that? So so listen, so listen. I was just listening to Kendrick, and I was thinking, Yo, Kendrick has gone places musically that Pac didn't go. Right? Kendrick musically is like probably unbeatable. I can understand that conversation. Right. Sure. I had Arian Foster on. Um, shout out to Arian Foster on this on this podcast. And Aaron Foster said on this podcast, he said that Tupac wasn't that lyrically deep. Cut that, put that up. Uh, both times, <laughs> but like, 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 listen, both times, I got drug across the fucking coals. And Aaron certainly got drug sure, across the sure, fucking, coals, sure. fucking coals. So, and that was on social media. You made this video. What have been people, what have people been saying? Two glasses Malone? Death threats. You've been getting death threats. Like real death threats. Like people really saying, like, I'm going to kill you. I know where you live at. Putting up my childhood address. Crazy stuff. I'm laughing at it because I'm a gang member. Yeah. Like, so somebody saying they want to bring physical harm to me is like, you, like, I'm for real. Like, this is not really, this is not spectacular. Like, I've heard this from people that I really were worried about. Right. Not alone from a fan who is just like, 
who not really like not saying you couldn't kill me but like you probably gonna end up on the wrong side of the gun you know what i mean it's not gonna be fair it's not gonna be in your favor right this ain't the first person you ever had to deal with like this this would be something normal for me to have to deal with somebody aggressively attacking me so um i've heard some crazy stuff hate i look at so many people saying negative things about my abilities creatively um thousands of crazy stuff that you was clout chasing some people that is their favorite word and it's like (laughs) if you know me i got so much clout like when you start talking about respect and 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 fame and 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 acclaim like that's me like i have that like so why would i clout chase to another level it's just i finally figured out how to deliver a message that i've been working on for 12 years to deliver straight up and i and i got it across now you know what it feels like to be a gangbanger somebody you love was killed in a situation and now you want to kill me well welcome to being a gangbanger Mm. that's how this works is there any point that we should do maybe a little bit to stem that right Mm. like to to foster that feeling in people why is that important why why do you why is it important to make people feel like to know what it feels like to be a gangbanger well, the whole goal is to get people to not be a gangbanger. Word. Um, a lot of the entertainers, if the greatest entertainer possibly of um, our generation at minimum, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, if he could get killed, you know, in the middle of gangbang violence, then you could. Right. A lot of the entertainers who are trying to gangbang, you know, shout out to Soldier Boy and certain homies, like, this probably ain't what you really want to get into. Because somebody will kill you behind this fast, and it's nothing. Like, you will just be dead. Um, a lot of the kids growing up thinking that they looking up to somebody and it's like, okay, but don't follow these footsteps because these footsteps led to this. Just keep going that way. Mm. You know what I mean? Just being honest with what happens in gangs. A lot of people, gangster rap, people are partying. They just fucking girls and it's a party and they drunk and they wake up and do it again. Well, that's not the gang I remember. I remember you selling drugs, going to jail every day, getting shot at every other day. Feel me? Your friends dying all over. So if nobody's, if Scarface isn't rapping to deliver that anymore, it's only up to Glasses Malone to deliver it. If Benny Siegel is not rapping to deliver it anymore, then it's up to Glasses Malone to deliver that. You don't feel like there's any rappers right now that come from that same background that are delivering that authenticity? No, not that level. They're delivering something else. Like people focus is on what it's on. You know what I'm saying? Like YG may be more or less for the party part of being a gang member mm-hmm. um game is more like the lyrical part the aggressive side not so much the victim side mm-hmm. snoop is like the og side of it. it it's cool you know what i'm saying and i live this life it's up to glasses malone to keep delivering the horrid message that's involved with the culture it, it's interesting because as people say that gangster rap or is softer than ever it seems like the gang culture and the gang affiliation it's side harder. of rap, yeah, is it, like that. That's more. That's more widespread than ever. Yeah, everybody's claiming something. Exactly. Everybody's doing something. Exactly. For somebody that's that was how, how old were you when you first became affiliated? If you don't mind me asking. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. So that's around the age that it normally happens. Sure. To, right. So for somebody that grew up with it, for real, what's your take on people jumping in it? What's your take on different entertainers getting in it? I, I see a lot of chatter. I hear a lot of things. This entire wave that's really been going on for the last, it's really wow. been like almost oh, like yeah, 10 years. Yeah. Like, what's your take on it? That's the, the point of this song. You know, make your own choice. I, I'm not one of those dudes that feel like if you're a gangbanger in New York or if you're a gangbanger in Houston or if you're a gangbanger in New Jersey, you the same as I am. Uh, let me, let's clarify this. We are doing the same thing. You can get killed 
and you better press your line. Mm -hmm. It's not any easier over there. It's just as bad. People are killing just as much. Now you just gave yourself an extra reason to, right. to die. So I don't look at it as anything but as dangerous as it is here. Mm -hmm. But if nobody's telling you the truth, then it looks like all fun if you may be in New York. It looks like all fun if you don't actually, if nobody's talking about how many of their friends is dying, Tupac died because of this. If nobody's talking about the real consequences of it, then guess what? You're going to keep having people flood into it. Somebody got to deliver the consequences. And mm. that's what this song is about, delivering the consequences of it all. Would you have made a song like this about Nip? It would be, I would be Nip. What you mean? I would be the person that's in his hood every day. You know what I mean? That's hanging around his friends. You know what I'm saying? That mm -hmm. that's still in the hood. That still do, does music. I would be the person to get killed. So it wouldn't be from the same perspective. It, mm -hmm. I would be the person getting killed because I relate to him more than anybody else in the situation. We we do the same things. Me, Joe Moses, Nipsey Hussle. We all do the same thing. We're all a part of our community still. Yet we're in the entertainment business. Well, so, what what I essentially mean is, with how fucked up we all feel, still feel, felt about his passing, if someone else made a song like this about him, and I hope that no one else, sure. I hope that no one does that, you'd be fucking out of your mind. But if someone did that, how would you feel about that? I don't think nobody could relate to the other situation, honestly. I think we can only relate to Nip. Right. As crazy as it sounds, like I think he represents who we are. Yeah, That's not a slight towards Tupac, obviously, mm -hmm. but this guy, I am Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. You feel me? It's different. Like, I would be that guy. I would be Nip. So to make a song with, like, I've killed my, I've already been him in a song. I've already been the victim of somebody hating on me and my success, you know what I mean, or whatever is going on. And then I died. And then I had a funeral in the same video. Mm. It's a song called No Sympathy with this Grammy Award winning rapper from Watts named J-Rock. Oh, J-Rock. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. Shout out J-Rock. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I got killed in the first 15 seconds. Mm. That's the point. Like, I would be him. I am him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And in this situation, I am Baby Lane. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not the the superstar rapper, you know what I mean, who, who was the number one guy at that time in the game attacking a gang member. I would be the gang member getting attacked. Right. So it, it has to be relevant to who I am as well. Yeah. I can understand and relate to Baby Lane's situation. Nip is my man. Like, we literally came up around the same time, so it's a little different. It's, it's, it's actually a lot different. Right. I'm, I relate to his struggles. I relate to still being in my community. I relate to still having to be held accountable for what I say and what I do, and then still be expected to be an entertainer. So mm. it's always going to be a weird thing. Mm. But you do understand why people in this particular song, why they feel the way that they feel. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, if you if you... If you idolize Tupac, it was executed so well, right, where you may have to look at Tupac a little bit differently. And you may have thought to yourself watching the video like, damn, what I what would I have done if he did this to me? Mm -hmm. And don't nobody want to be put in that situation with their hero right. as far as Tupac goes. So when you said earlier, you said a lot of people have Tupac's penis in their mouth. Sure. It seems like you feel like that's a bad thing. Yeah, it is. Because you're a man and you shouldn't have anybody's penis in your mouth unless you are. <laughs> right, right, right. And, but, and, and if you're a homosexual, I, you know, I dig it. Right, right, right. I respect it. But what, but, but what I'm saying is that you feel like the hero worship of Tupac has gone too far. 
is what I'm saying. No, you I don't. don't think it's going too far. I just think that as men, we well, that's what it seems like when you say Tupac's penis in somebody's mouth. That's sure, a, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like that's no. saying that people are 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 worship him too much or give him too much credence or in some way are taking it too far. You're right. Let me clarify it even better. Sure. Right? There's a fan and there's a stand, like Eminem song. Right. There's I'm a fan of Tupac Shakur. Yeah. These people are stands of Tupac Shakur. Right. They didn't come up on his music. They didn't grow up to the culture that created his music. They are not a product of the culture that his music even represented. Yeah. I am all of the above, right? These are people who heard about this man, grew up hearing these great stories. They pray to him on his wall. They kneel down and do they, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they trying to tell me when I watch Jesus walk the earth. It's different. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's it's a different level. Like, I don't feel the way you... I'm not standing for Tupac. I'm a fan of Tupac's music. I'm a fan of what he stood for. Mm-hmm. You're a stand. You're literally nothing like him. You aren't any of the stuff he represented. He really probably didn't even speak for you. You're just somebody who heard of a guy that passed away. And now, like with all the people in our culture that passed away, you just... Be- he became your hero because you actually don't have to follow somebody alive. You can follow. It makes you feel better. It's it's a it's a it's something that human beings. It's an issue in human beings. Period. You know what I mean? That's mm. the thing. Like a lot of these guys that we were talking about, as far as the uh, the, the the culture of um, of repping your gang in hip hop or in entertainment or whatever. Some of these guys joined the gang after they went platinum. You know, it, it for me, I don't know anything about the culture, right? Um, I don't, I'm from Baton Rouge. We don't have gangs down there, so I don't know. But I got gangs down there. Well, you don't have Crips and Bloods. You got gangs. And now you have Crips and Bloods, but there's gangs in Baton Rouge. Well, they weren't when I was coming up. Well, I mean, they're gangs. They're just not Crips and Bloods. Like this, these guys, right? This group of guys against this group of guys. That's true. It was neighborhoods. Same thing. Same thing. It was, it was, it was, it was neighborhoods. It just, was just not Little Oaks versus the yeah. bottom versus. This is not a catchy Crips yeah, and yeah, Bloods yeah, 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 slogan. Yeah, and no colors and all of that. Yeah. Still, hand signs and all of that. That's a fair point. Yeah, very, yeah. very true. Um, so. But it was always something that I understood that people would do when they were around the age that you were. Yeah. When you, is, is there, do you look differently at somebody's authenticity um, when they're 26, 27, 20, uh, 28 years old and they've already become successful and now they're repping the game? Um, I don't know if I look at their authenticity different, mm-hmm. um, but it is a conversation of tenure. You know, I mean, if your tenure's short, then your tenure's short. Right. You know, my shit is two decades long. Right. Plus, so it's different. Um, prime example, Lil Wayne. When Lil Wayne, you know, got started running with the mob. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I watched him talk to his friends. I watched him talk to his homies. I watched how he talked. I watched his lingo. It was as authentic as it come. He sounded just like every one of them. Okay. So do I look at him the way I see it myself? No, I've been doing it longer. That's the only difference. Do I take it that serious? Yeah. So it wasn't, no, it it wasn't serious. no fake shit, though. No, we believe it. If you believe this shit, it's real. Okay. It's real. You know, and then, like, it's verified amongst certain homies, like my homie Term, certain homies. If it's verified, like, if, if I could talk to Mikey Rue in prison and Mikey Rue was like, yeah, that's the homie, then that's the homie. Word. Period. I'm not going to debate with, you know. <laughs> it's like with Tupac. Like, people always... A lot of people will hit me and say, well, Tupac, you know, he, you know, he wasn't really from the mob. Well, that's not what they said. Mm. They said that's their homie. You know, you got some people that feel like he shouldn't have been, a, been able to be a part of it. But once they say he is a part of it, 
that's it. Mm. That's how this thing works. Right. You know? um, is let, let me ask you this. So I had Big U up here, and shout out to Big U, yeah, and, and and he was he was uh he was talking to me about um, developing options and some of the other things that he did, uh, or he's doing with the community. And one thing with 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 with, with Big U is that you can trace sort of a, um, a decrease in gang violence from the time that he came out, right? Yeah. Because of the way he's been working and the fact that the weight that he holds and a lot of the work that he does sure. in the community. Very yeah. important man. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to ask him a question I'm going to ask you now, just on this. From somebody, from the outside looking in, it doesn't seem to be very much that's positive about gang culture. Is there anything that's positive about it? It's more positive than negative. Okay, word up. Download me. Um, brotherhood. Mm -hmm. You're taught to defend your friends, whether they right or wrong. You could tell them they right and wrong, but you're taught to defend them. One person can't come home with their ass whooping. You can't come back to the hood with one person beat up. Mm -hmm. Y'all all better be beat up or y'all all need to have one. Right. It can't be just one person. So you're taught to defend your friends vigorously. Um, you're taught to survive in the lowest standards of life. You know what I mean? You're going to make nothing into something. That's what you're going to do. You're going to make people going to know you. You're going to go around and you're going to impose your will enough to where people respect who you are. Mm -hmm. um, what else? I remember when some of my friends, like we would all go to Denny's because I was the only one hustling. And at that time, and we would all eat together. Right. You share your most gangbanging ain't nothing but your friends. Real gangbanging, not like the modern version of it or what's going on today. You know, it's different today. But real gangbanging, even it's happening today too sometimes. I, not just all the time, but it's another version. It's the guys you grew up with. These right. is your friends. Right. Y'all know each other's parents. Mm -hmm. Y'all can't bring each other home shot. You don't go anywhere just to get in trouble. That's a very rare thing. You go to play basketball and it just might be a fight. You go to the mall to spend some money that you've been hustling for all day. And then it could just be some situation. Mm -hmm. Very rarely is it like, let's go somewhere and ruin somebody's life. Right. You know, we don't, like, people from gangs don't, you know, some people snatch purses, but not my friends. Yeah. So it taught me, taught me how to be a man. Like, it taught me I would do whatever it took to make sure I survived and my friends survived, mm -hmm. no matter what. Even if I had to be whatever I needed to be, I, I could be it for the sake of survival. Right. Um. Man, it's, it's, it's a lot of things. It's not as many negative things. Hmm. What's funny is gangbanging is fair. As unfair as it sounds, it's fair. It's not like even the first time when you start getting into situations where you have to shoot at someone, right? You have to, you have to go exact revenge for some foul act that happened to you and your friends or somebody around your neighborhood, right? And you go out to put in work. Hmm. I'll never forget the first time we went to go put in some work, the first time I went. I didn't think the actual action was worth going to shoot at somebody, but, you know, you're not the general. You just go where the, the general sends you as a mm -hmm. soldier. And so we come back, and I'm like, man, I'm ready. I'm finna go home. They're like, no, here go, you know, we gonna stand out here and wait for them to come back. And I'm like, that don't really make no sense. Like, you want us to stand out here and wait for them to come back? Yeah. Right. That way, when they come back, we give them some action. We gonna show them that they can't come over here. Like, that is, like, the most noblest stupidest thing i've ever hmm. seen in my life <laughs> but that's how it is right. it's very fair hmm. you know what i mean it ain't always 
you know, um, the only thing, the worst problem, not the only thing, the worst problem with the gang is two specific problems. Usually it's not the most intelligent person in control. Okay. Right? So it's usually the craziest person in control. The person willing to do anything is in control, and he's usually not the most intelligent person. And the other part is it's easy for anyone to get in. Hmm. Like, it's harder to be a Boy Scout than it is to be a gang member. Like, you have to probably be able to tie a knot or something like that. You can't, like, yeah, you can't get like... Like, to be a gang member, all you, you got to do... You got to pass a little trial to yeah, be a Boy Scout like you have to, have to get inducted. Yeah. notches. You have to yeah. do little things. And you have to rise up. You have to be, you know... A gang member, you can just take this ass whooping for a couple minutes and you win. Yeah. And it's crazy because that one person, right, represents everybody. So any act that one person does represents everybody. That right. is crazy. Right. So Imagine, you wish there were higher standards. Oh, if it was up to me, that's why it couldn't be up to me. Right. It'd be different. Like we're, it'd, it'd probably be closer to the mob or the mafia yeah. or the government. Where you, had, where you had to put in work for a long time, have a ritual, you put on books. I don't think everybody should be able to put in work. It's not for everybody. I disagree with my big homie Pluck all the time. Everybody should not have to put in work. Mm -hmm. That's why snitches. You should have a select military that just puts in work. All right. But if this person is not a gangster like that and that's not what they own, I wouldn't make that person put in work. If it would me, it would be this group of 10 people. This right. is what they do. Because there's certain homies that this is what they do. Right. Oh, they can't sell dope. They can't sell sherm. They can't mack the girls. They can gangbang. They can go put in work. They right. can go exact revenge with no problem. That person and that part of the community should be taken care of. Right. So... I think it's some flaws in the design, but again, it was designed by kids. Right. It's just the design hasn't really been improved on. All right, so time for me to be the square nigga. Square nigga alert. Y'all love it when I play the square, and I got to be the square right now because that's my role in life. So I asked you that question, um, and I'm going to give you my download on, on your answer. <clears throat> I'm from South Baton Rouge, so... When you come from a certain Shout place. Shout out to Tweezy, man. That's my boy out there. Okay, word. Okay. Tweezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Bozy, couple homies. Yeah, so um, I'm from South Baton Rouge. Uh, when you come from a certain place, it, 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 it's hard to judge certain people, right? Yeah. It's hard for me to judge. It's hard for me to judge killers and and uh, and and dope dealers and all those people like that because they made me peanut butter jail sandwiches. That's right. It's hard to. It's hard to. That's really who they are. Right. When they, when people talk about like if you mixing that somebody was in jail here and at TMZ they go oh my god they, 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 they put them away I'm glad I'm safe. Yeah. Um, Fact. Like you know what I'm saying. Fact's but but like but but like for me it would be hard for me to have that type of uh, opinion of someone when. The first people, the first time I met some of these guys, they were in jail, and I didn't see them free till I was in my teenage years. These sure. are uncles and cousins and people that yeah. I have. All right. Having said that, um, I look at what you just said about the positives of the gang life, and beyond the brotherhood, it seems like I hear a lot of violence. I hear uh, uh, a lot of illegal activity, and I'm wondering how any of that could be positive. I'm wondering how, and I'm 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 asking sure. because I'm like, obviously you learn brotherhood, you learn all of these things, you learn group operation, you learn things like that. But aren't you learning it for the wrong reasons? No. Aren't you doing? Aren't you taking all of these things that are great, like brotherhood, like unity, like all of those things, and then sort of 
looking past a different brotherhood because you're not gangbanging against people in Beverly Hills. You're not gangbanging against even people. You're gangbanging against other black men that live a couple of neighborhoods over from you, and it doesn't seem in any way that that could be positive. Where am I wrong? Well, think about it like this, right? I mean, if you scale down the concept of that, well, let's take it on a larger level. Mm -hmm. What makes this country any different than Mexico? It's just an invisible line. Yeah. That's not even a line drawing the sand. What makes this country any different than Canada? It's not really a line. It's just an invisible line with an idea of borders. What mm -hmm. makes a flight that's four or five hours or six hours across the water any different than here? People find differences. Mm -hmm. It's just what we do as human beings. Right. Gangs are just a representation of the world. What's really what was really worth what's really worth fighting over? What's really worth dying over? Well, well like, certainly not something that you don't even own. Like I would, I would, I would argue. Like, like I mean, that's that's a fair point. That's a that's a huge, that's a great big point, right? But I would argue that if the United States and Mexico, first of all, I don't ever think that war is the answer. But sometimes you got to fight. Uh, I would, I would argue that if the United States and Mexico have a beef, or if the United States and Canada, or the United States and whatever have a beef, at least they're fighting over either politics or geopolitics that have to do with things that they actually own. Do You're they talking really, about do the soldiers really own it? The soldiers are representing it. So what I'm saying right now is a lot of times we fighting over neighborhoods and all the, we fighting over imaginary shit. Nobody owns anything. Everybody broke. Well, well, think about it theoretically, right? Nobody really owns anything in America. You don't pay your registration. You park it on the street. They'll take it. Mm -hmm. You could have paid 400000 for a Lamborghini. Don't pay the $4,000 registration. That's ours. And we'll sell it and get the 300000 out and not give you what you spent. If you bought a house, you could have bought a house in Calabasas for $3 million. If you don't pay the taxes, it's not yours. So do theoretically we really own anything? Well, I mean, you don't, if you don't pay the taxes, then you're not, then, I mean, that's part of ownership. Right. So, 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 so my point is, so at that same point is, is the question because we own, how, like, sure, we own six or seven houses in the neighborhood. Does mm -hmm. that make it any different? No, it doesn't make it any different. What, what, but what I'm saying is, in this particular case, you have real violence over what I feel like sometimes are fake concepts. You have real, you have you have real violence. And by the way, I'm not judging this. No, I'm no, asking. I respect I'm, so, like, like I'm, what I'm telling you yeah. is really any war over anything real. Well, it depends on the way you look at it. To me, Prime not really. To me, to, to me, not really. Like to to, to, yeah. to, to me, to me, not really. Yeah. I, I don't like like when, when the, the, most of the time, war has to do with one thing: stealing somebody else's resources and domination. Right. So to me, not really. I, I don't see, I don't see very much reason that a war ever really has to be fought other than the fact that every once in a while you get a crazy motherfucker that decides I'm going to try to dominate you and when that happens you have to allow yourself not to be dominated that's the point of it right but I don't understand why inside of neighborhoods where we're all so similar where we would do that to one another we're all so similar as one world not really yes we are there, there are tremendous cultural differences that like if my if, if my if my God tells me that worshiping your God will send me to hell forever. Sure. That's something that can inspire someone to do all kinds of evil stuff. Like if the edict of a certain policy or, or a certain program or whatever is differing two neighborhoods over where the dudes look at where the dudes might be brothers or cousins. Like it's hard for me to understand it. We don't pray in the same churches, which is a whole nother problem. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's see. Western. Right. Adams. To Manchester, it's fifty churches. Mm -hmm. I counted. All right, it's fifty plus churches. All worship, all worshiping the same right. God. 
Which God? Uh, whatever God it is. So the point is, it's right? like they all they all, I bet they all Christian churches. You might be a, might have a mosque or two somewhere, but they Think all worshiping it, right? the same God. But Christian churches aren't all the same. Just because they're all theoretical, like a Catholic church and a Christian church aren't the same. Mm -hmm. um, Baptist church and a Christian church. All of these churches are different. All of the religions have different constructs, right? They're, they're similar in ideas, but they are different, mm -hmm. right? It's the same thing. It's, there's really never worth anything. If something is worth fighting for, it's going to be worth fighting for even on the smallest level. Would, anything. Would you agree that to have, this is basically what I'm asking, would you agree that Having black men, black women in neighborhoods have this type of um, animus towards one another is a net bad for the community. Anytime you go anywhere with poor people at, they fight. Word. Perfect. So, if we if I, you, I, like, we like, don't have to talk about. We, no, no, we no, 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 about, I, I, yeah. I get, bro. Yeah. That's absolutely right. Huh. Don't matter. And it, that's if they black, White, if they Latino, yeah, well, if you go to the Appalachians, sure. wherever you go, wherever There's you have poor, poor people, people they're going to scrap for resources. Yeah. Would you like to see a situation where rather than make sort of dividing lines based upon things that don't exist, that we find a way to share resources and to build each other up rather than to find reasons to fight when really there are none. But then at that same point, right? Sure, right? But then I would like for America and Mexico to not view each other differently. Yeah, but fuck all of that. Because we, because, because the only reason why I say fuck all of that is because we, you, and me and you, like we can control or have at least a little bit more control of what's going on in our community. No, we really can't. We yes, can we have, can. Just listen, right? We can have minimal, right? Because none of us have the type of economic empowerment needed to give people value in their life to make them stop fighting for the crumbs that's there right but if but, but a lot of that has to do with the fact that the economics that are in those areas we spend them outside of those areas well, it's, it's, so 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 it, what, I'm, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm telling you what I'm telling you right now is all of these things are tethered the way that we look at each other because what you just said a, a second ago is so true because we are uh, busy fighting each other. There are poor communities that have better group operations. I'll tell you something. I watch this. I watch this documentary. I bring this documentary up all the time. It's called One of Us, right? Mm -hmm. The documentary is called One of Us. It's about the Hasids, the Hasids, the Jewish guys, right? Mm -hmm. That um, you see them walking around. Shout out to all my Hasids on the Bray. I see y'all. Uh, Ninety-seven Miracle degrees. Mile. Yeah. Uh. Ninety-seven degrees. Full black suits. August. That's love. With wigs. With wigs. Yeah. It's hot, bro. Sure. Okay. Um, so this is something that struck me. I bring this up all the time. This documentary is about people who are leaving the Hasidic lifestyle. They're defecting. They don't want to be Hasids no more. They want to go somewhere else and do something else. And one of these ladies is going to divorce her husband. And she's, gonna, she's got seven kids or six kids. So they're going to lose six Hasids. And these people are poor. They're not a rich community here in New York, the, the, the Hasids are. What they do is one of the guys sends an email to the rest of the Hasids. Okay. And it's a big email. And it says, listen, we can't let this happen. We can't lose six people. That's a lot for us. We can't lose six people. So what we need to do is all put our money together to get this woman the best, to get this, this, this man, should I say, the best divorce attorney that we can in Manhattan. They raised over $300,000 
of their broke ass money, didn't have any money, to make sure that they didn't lose six people because for whatever reason, probably because they weren't removed from Africa and have made a whole new culture on the fly and all of that stuff like that, their culture is so close-knit to where rather than sacrifice six people, everyone is willing to sacrifice a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying with us is I get that our experience is different. I get that black people are an amazing people that are doing the best that they can. Sure. But what I'm saying is how in the world can we ever actually get to a place where we can have some sort of economic um, viability or cultural viability on a mass scale to where we have ownership if we keep inventing reasons and inventing things to fight about. And the one thing that you have to admit about any sort of gang activity anywhere is that we made all of that up. Well, that's just like every last reason in the history men have had to fight is that reason. Hmm. This is not any different than anywhere else around the world. Every country, they make a flag, right? They have a flag, and it means something, but it means nothing. Mm. It's to, to, to separate from these people who literally are a hop, skip, and a jump here. Right. This is what humans do. Right. Why they do it is beyond me. Right. I have, and, I'm, and I'm not, again, I'm not taking the pressure off of us. I'm telling you, humanity has an issue. Right. So just like we talking about in each community. Right. We feel like because we're a couple streets over that our culture is the same. It's totally different. What's different about it? The way we talk, the way we talk right in Watts is different than the way people talk in Compton. It's mm -hmm. a dialect breakdown. We don't pray at the same churches. We don't share a lot of the same things together. But it's, it's OK. Go ahead. My bad. Right. No, no. no yeah, feel yeah. me like do you pray together? Do you stay together? Do you eat together? All of the things that Jewish people have together in common right we don't mm -hmm. have that we have 50 churches on 50 streets right if you go to the average jewish community right if they have a temple it's one that represents so many miles and they all pray together they all bring resources together in this place mm -hmm. they share all kind of things together 117th and 120th don't even go to the same church that's three streets down mm. We don't know each other. Just because we stayed next to each other don't mean we neighbors. It's people that live in my hood to this day that I have never talked to. It's only so many houses. Right. So the things that force people to come together as human beings is missing. I agree. Like, I'm not taking the blame off of us. Again, we're talking about financial issues. We're talking about not having value for self. So you don't have value. We're talking about drugs people. that have been thrown into our community. And I'm not talking even, about. And, and I'm not even fit to get into all of that. Right. We're talking about just. Purely wanting, excuse me, wanting to be something. Mm -hmm. And you're going to do whatever it takes to be something. Right. Right. Because this is the best you have. Right. So but human beings have always found reasons to separate. It's right. what they do. It's what they do. This is what they do. Every reason. We'll reference somebody from a continent as African mm -hmm. as if there's not 50 Americas there. That that has to do completely with what the Europeans have taught us about our Africa and where we're from. And to we're be honest with you, and to be honest with you, a lot of this domination, a lot of this, like what we're talking about, sure. um, is a Western European way of looking at the world. Hear me out. And so, so even uh, even, we, even 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 all even of this we, stuff that we're we want, even when we reference Europeans, mm -hmm. these are not a bunch of white people who like each other. No, they hate. Listen, the reason. Listen. 
the no, they, not at all. So like, what I, actually, that's the point that I'm making. The right. point that I'm making is the battle lines. So the the the, the borders that were drawn out over in Western Europe. Uh, happened over years and years and centuries and centuries of warfare, right? So everywhere they went, sorry for the white people in the room, but this is yeah. a fucking yeah. fact. Everywhere they went, they brought that savage and warlike attitude to wherever they But even go. in the continent of Africa, if you go to Nigeria, I've been, right? Now, because of, because of, because of. No, it wasn't ever, listen. Because of colonization. Hear me out. There's never been a peaceful place in the world. Well, I mean, there have been places that were peaceful and there have been places that were warlike and then there have been places that were ridiculously savagely inhumanly warlike and places yeah. where war was a di- where there was where there totally were different agree. ways totally there, agree. There, there's american slavery and then there are other forms of slavery where you sure. can actually marry into the family where you were enslaved and they treated you like a person and stuff like that so not everything is equal well, again 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 i'm not disagreeing with you mm-hmm. i'm not making that for this what i'm right. telling you is human beings in general suck I white people can suck more. Well, I'm not saying they suck more. I'm, I'm just saying if they, that's the idea. Sometimes they. I'm mean. saying human beings in general suck, suck. a little bit more. They suck, real. man. Yeah. And people will find every and any reason to fight, even something as peaceful as religion. Mm. Even though a thousand stories in the Bible talk about people fighting. People. Bible's a very violent book. Because people fight. Yeah. It's what human beings do, and any reason. Right now, we pay people millions of dollars, and we're going to talk about them fighting for millions of dollars. Yeah. Because people like a good fight. People like a good fight. I have no idea why. Now, when we start talking about the hood, the hood would change totally different. It, I just want to say, here's the deal. Sure. Everything, like, like, it, it, what? And, I, and I'm not the, trying to make excuses for us. That's I'm what not, I'm no, not no, trying no, to do. No, 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 okay. bro. Like, li- listen. I'm just it, saying. It's good, it's good to actually, it's, it's good to talk to someone that has, that's not afraid to actually go into this and, and really qualify for sure. it. What I'm saying is. I feel like, at the very least, some of these things are overly represented in, in our communities. And the reason why I feel that they are, it has to do with all the things about human nature that you say. Sure. Because that's true, yeah. right? Um, and it's not even about necessarily sometimes fighting. Sometimes it's just about competition. Like, that's, and that's really all and, it and, comes and, down and, to. And my, like my brother will always say, my brother will always go, like we'll talk about who the best athlete in the world is. Yeah. My brother will always go, the best athlete in the world is... Whoever the whichever man is the fastest man in the world, and I'd be like, why would you say that? He would be like, because that person is doing the only sport that we've all done. So when you first start to compete, like even when you with one of your brothers, the first thing you do is race. So like the fir- the first thing that you do is race. Like we're gonna run to sure. the end of it. So everyone has done that. Yeah. Everyone has been like, let's 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 just go. So the fastest man in the in the world is the guy that's one at the purest form of competition. Sure. The question then becomes, well, why do we compete? Why are we wired like that? That's just how we are. I get that. I don't mind even I don't I don't mind that notion and I'm not running from that notion. What I'm saying is when when Nip first passed, sure. And when I first heard about that and when I first and when everybody was like, "Oh my god, this can't be. This can't be." What I was thinking about is why is conflict resolution, whatever had happened between him um, and the shooter, whatever, why is conflict resolution a completely acceptable cultural form of conflict res- resolution in that situation to grab a gun and kill that man? Why, like, I can't, I think about times in the past where, like, like where you're, you're, you're talking to one of your homies and then a week later he's dead and what he's dead over, you're thinking, why is it so easy 
in that in that particular situation to just pick up a gun and kill him. What are you worth? That's like like what like all it, of this comes down to what you are worth. If your life isn't worth anything, nobody else's life is worth anything. That's really the simple way to put it. That's what makes gangbanging so, you know. And it's as honestly as violent as it is, it is so overstated. And it's overstated. You feel like it's not it's, it's overstated how violent gangbanging is. Man, there's never in the history of gangbanging Right in the history of gangbanging, I've never saw one situation where ten people got killed. Never, not one time have I saw one situation where a man walked in with an AK was like, "Let me kill everybody here." Mm. I'm ten people. Yeah, that shit happened two days ago. Yeah. Just some random people at Walmart. Right, that's violent. This little shit that's going on in our community. You feel me? There's a bunch of poor motherfuckers fight for something. But it's happening in so many different communities simultaneously. And I'm not dis- It's happening in Listen. L.A., Chicago. It's happening and in I'm Miami, not saying that. York, Listen. New Jersey, Little Rock. It's happening in so many places. In the Bay, it's and happening. Think about, right? Seattle is happening. Think about, what was the Chicago counter murders? Was it like 400 or something? 500? Or was it something crazy? They just had a bad weekend not too long right, ago. And it, it might have been 300 people shot or something and 20 people dead. Yeah. 20 well, not- people got killed the other day. Yeah. At one time. Yeah. Like even our levels of violence. I know people from my community. I'm not saying that's not horrific. No, listen. I'm telling you, there's and that's not even that horrific. Like we can talk about countries, you know, sending missiles and killing hundreds of people. Talk about this country doing. I'm talking about every any country doing it. You know what I mean? I'm not. None of these countries are better than other ones. All of these people, pretty much at this point, are fighting over silly prides. And silly ideals. Mm-hmm. You know, what's really worth fighting over? What's really worth dying over? Mm-hmm. And then that's a real conversation. But the point I'm saying is, where I'm from, right in the community of Watts, I know people with grenades. I know people with grenades from back Ain't nobody throwing no damn grenade. Yeah. Ain't nobody throwing no damn grenade. Yeah. I'm talking about for as violent as we want to talk about gangbanging and we want to act like it's the evilest thing that's ever happened. Won't nobody throw one fucking grenade. That would be a lot. It would be a lot, yeah. Like all it, so, but we yeah. talk about it like it's the savages. And again, I'm not. I just, not, I just think it's. I, I just think it's. It's. It's something that we can do without, and it's very. Pointless. But I'm telling you, that's the same thing with patriotism. Mm-hmm. It's pointless. All right. It's pointless to fight over all of this dumbass shit. But guess what? We gonna do. We're going to fight, and I'm fighting too, shit, because I'm not going to get my ass kicked. Right. And you're right. That goes back to the simple concept of competition. Because I am American, because I am from Seventh Street Watch Crip, because I'm a watch nigga, this is what it is. And at this point, I can use my intellect as much as I can. But eventually, when it comes down to brute force, it's available if needed. But I, again. So you don't think that game banging should stop? I, I, it's not about what I think. Okay? I'm asking. I'm asking you, but this is I glasses. Would, and I you, you, you. to God that I can give. Let, let me just focus on watch. If I had 500 careers to give, I'd change gangbanging permanently in Watts. Right. Fast, instantly. That would be my whole goal. That would be my focus. Careers. Let me give 500 jobs that pay $50,000 a year. That shit would be different. Mm-hmm. Gangbanging would pretty much be over. All you right. want to see it over? Give people a chance to do something else. You'll see how fast they'll do something else. If motherfuckers could come with me and go on tour, and I could take 50 people and they could make $5,000 a month and travel the world, gangbanging would probably be over. Mm. If Nip had the opportunity to take 400 homies with him 
and give him jobs Glasses. and do things. He was gonna do it. Listen, I, do you I, understand? Well, well just the, the, bro, like listen, this, 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 like this, this is, this is. But but hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. I got, I got to get this out. I know, but he was going, bro. He was gonna do it. Listen, that's that's the thing. I don't want to get all fucked up in this podcast, bro. But like, that's the fucking thing. Is he was doing it, bro? It's a he was doing it. Listen. It's a Nipsey in every community. It's Jay-Z is that. And if you're not giving a thousand jobs to people from Marcy, then it's not going to change. But, and, and then but, maybe, but, maybe but, he can't. Right, but I I mean, number one, I don't think that the problem is 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 too big. But I, what I will say is that the only thing that that I'm talking about, bro, seriously, and the point about the violent nature of human beings is well taken. The point about the, the the senseless violence that goes on other places is well taken as well. But I'm just saying, I, I, senseless is humanity. Senseless is humanity. That's fine. Sense. That's fine. It's, what it's, I'm talking about is in, is, in, is, in, is in my communities. I want to see brothers, even if you, even if there has to be violence, right? Even if there has to, even if you have a, if, if you're on a basketball court and some dude not going to stop fucking with you, then... He's not gonna stop fucking with you. Sometimes you gotta handle your business. Wherever you are, like sometimes you get to a point to where you can't make your point to somebody without using what, what whatever your daddy told you. You can't sometimes you can't. Sure. I would just like to see somebody not be gone from the earth forever. That happens. Is that too much to ask? It happens. But I, it is, it's not happening enough. It Actually, it does happen a lot. I know. And that's why the murder rate is not anywhere near as bad as it could be. Needed to go down more. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, with you. And, I'm and, and, with you. And, and, but and, I'm saying you. And if we're making progress on it, that's great too. And by the way, this isn't, this don't have nothing to do with. the 80s. Don't, yeah, don't have, yeah, exactly. Don't, right. This don't have nothing to do, once again, with judging anybody's lifestyle or what put somebody where, um, uh, where they are, or any set of circumstances that puts so it, ha it has to do with what works for our communities and what doesn't. And a bunch of murder and degradation and paralyzed men and women and babies catching strays, sure, that's nobody, not going to work for our community, bro. But listen to what I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I'm telling you is, right, this is a poor person's problem. Yeah, word up. That's true. Right? Can we just pray at the same church? I'm with that. I'm not even talking about Christian church. We're not even talking about a thousand mosques and a thousand, you know, churches. We're talking about a thousand churches. Yeah. You want people to be cool together? Why is it 50 churches where we from? Mm. On what? On Western. Why? How could it be God? God is needed the most in this place. It's 50 churches and it's more fucked up than ever. Let's start talking about the real problem with this shit. Let's stop bullshitting with what's going on with the people. Let's talk about what's really drawing the separate lines. Let's talk about why people aren't together. Right. Let's talk about the truth. We can fix the problem, but we can't keep acting like the, the scab created the, the sore. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, let's stop acting no, I'm like... I'm with you. I, like, I, I, I look at it from... I, I completely understand. I look at it from a from a twofold perspective, right? Well, three actually. The first thing that I believe is, whatever help that we think is coming from anyone that that doesn't look like what, what us is not ever going to come. So if you if an appeal to, um, if you think that writing a congressman or voting somebody in office or 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 doing something along those lines is going to change the realities of the community sure. that you live in, that's never going to happen. I had the same conversation about Kaepernick. Right. The fact that Nike's involved, that's it. Right. It's not. 
you it doesn't even make sense. Again, it's all our responsibility, right? It's your responsibility in Baton Rouge. It's mm-hmm. Glasses Malone and J-Rock's responsibility in Watts. Mm-hmm. It's for us to take care of our communities. If we can take care of just our community, we fine. Right, we'll so, be fine. So what I'm saying is, in doing that, sometimes we have to examine ourselves and some things that we yeah. believe, right? Yeah. And so, um, personally, I think that there's a lot of onus because the communities are in such bad places. We think that the only way to exist is to really escape them. And I think the, I think that if we understood, like he keep having to go back to it, Nip could have probably put the marathon store on La Brea or on Fairfax. And the reality is that he might be alive. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But he put the marathon store in his hood because that's the people that he loved, the people that he that he that he rocked with, and the people that he wanted to most affect. To me personally, the fact that that happened there is such an unbelievable tragedy because it's a deterrent to other people. Boosie, you talk about Boosie? Me and Boosie went to high school together. Boosie told DJ Vlad that it was necessary for him to get out of Baton Rouge because if he stayed in Baton Rouge, they might kill him. He is not wrong. Like like he should be, and he is to to many people, sure. a deity there, right? Mm-hmm. He's the first dude that we had. Shout out to CeeLo, shout out to Young Bleed, and all of those guys who was doing their thing because those guys was hard as fuck too. But he's the first guy to leave Baton Rouge and really do what he did. Sure. Then Kevin came, then Webby came, yeah. Fox, and all of those guys too. Shout young out to boy, an NBA yeah. Young Boy, all of those guys. Love anybody from my home city. He should be the safest in Baton Rouge. Getting Boosie in Baton Rouge should be like. Getting Malcolm X in Harlem, it should be you know what I'm saying. It should like it, it like he should be the safest there. Yeah, but again, the concept that somebody is just successful and that's enough for everybody to love. Nah, him. not just not just not yeah. just not just successful because what should be happening is him and other people from there should be doing should be showing love to the community, both socially, economically, hell, even spiritually. And to me, that's the way we start to build because I, agree. I, I believe that if you can build, I believe that if you can build, um, if you can build a set from the street that you own, you can build a set basically in all of Watts. You can build a coalition in all of Watts, in all of Compton, in all of L.A. You can build it everywhere. The whole Baton Rouge can be together. The whole New Orleans can be together. Everyone can be together. I don't think that these divisions necessarily have to exist. Your points are well taken. I think that I think the divisions have to exist, but I don't think it have to be violent because we're not the same. I don't think it needs to turn violent because we're not the same. Right. I, I, I think humans have proven over and over that they do not want to be next to each other except do everything in the world to be the same. Right. But then act like they different. Right. Wear designer clothes that the the, the, the person made a thousand pieces, but like only a thousand versus a million have it. I'm special. Right. Feel me? We do a thousand things to separate, but we do a thousand things to come together. So I think those are—I'd be a lie to say that human beings do not want to not be the same, but be the same, which is crazy. But we don't have to have a violent confrontation because we're not the same. We don't Word have up. to have—we can have the Olympics. Don't have to be, don't have to be worth dying. It don't have to be a, a thing where you die. Over. You, don't have to, you can still compete, but again, at that same point, people compete healthy all the time. Right. It's when you poor, you're distracted. So the competition isn't always when you're poor, you're also desperate. Yeah, well, that's all distracting. Yeah. Trying to get money, you feel me? So, 
But when you're wealthy, then you can have Olympics and countries can have Olympics and they could compete with each other. Be like, hey, we're going to send our fastest runner. You send your fastest mm -hmm. runner because these are wealthy people competing. But gangs, you have poor people competing and right. they're competing. And it's a little bit. It's violent. You know, right. people can get killed. You can get shot. It's fucked up. Somebody can die of an overdose. But again, it's human nature. I don't know why. I, I fight it in myself all the time. One of the things that made this video hard to do, right, is it's a sick. My dad told me this. Shout out to my dad. Shout out to good boy. He said it's a sick. It's like a sickness in human beings for people. You want people to like you. Mm -hmm. We want people to like us so bad that we'll compromise whatever we think truly right. to make people like us. Right. So making this video particularly was like I knew people wouldn't like me. Then I thought to myself, is it the truth? Do I believe it's the truth? I believe it's the truth. Do I have proof it's the truth? I have proof it's the truth. Do it need to be said? You damn right it needed to be said. And people need to know, right, that there is things going on in my community and where I come from. Hip hop's supposed to represent the streets. It's supposed to be the street side of the story. Mm -hmm. There's a real serious thing here. You know what I'm saying? So that's, again, that's not a slight to a legendary icon black human being mm -hmm. like Tupac Shakur, who's, you know, in the running for being one of the greatest black men to walk the earth. Mm -hmm. It's not against him. It's about the desperation and distraction happening in our communities. That's the point. Hmm. That's the point. Listen to the words. You know what I'm saying? The words are so important. You know, meet up with the homies. Let them niggas know the deal. Enemy go jump me so La Sangle got a spill. Because he rap. What that nigga think he ill? Well, I'm going to show him that this crippin' shit for real. That's crazy Bowie about all Glock of that shit. Field, choice of weapon for revenge. Justice want him kill. My ego in suspense. These niggas popping pills or they shooting heroin thinking I'm going to let this slide. So these conas, bro, we been looking for the motherfuckers club. 662 posted in the parking lot upon arrival. We going to shoot. Supposed to be a panther, yet he pushing that pyro. We didn't pissed off the wrong motherfucker wearing blue. I blew a couple blunts, chilling in the ride. Ain't seen nobody yet. God must want this boy alive because a 20-minute mission now to turn to 25. And like birds in the winter, to the south, we about to fly. I slide out the lot. I put away the Glock. I'm having second thoughts, and so I take another shot. Steam coming from my top. They did me so grimy of work. Get back to the city. Everybody going to try me. That's what you thinking. No. Mm. I'm not finna let the fucking world think that this is okay because everybody, that's the type of pressure. Mm. It's pressure. And you are so feared that everybody else is going to do this because this is the fucking jungle. And if you let one person take your shit, somebody else going to take your shit. At least that's what we believe. Word, no, because it's probably true. It's probably true. Yeah. And that's the song. That's the mind state. That's what makes gangbanging work. It's, it's insecurity. But is what, what I'm asking you is, is any of that how it should be or how we would even want it to be? No. Everything you just said is true. By the way, I was going to, you, when you start rolling that shit off, I didn't want to interrupt because you know, <laughs> that's impressive. But, but, but um, <clears throat> without the gang shit, see, everything that you just heard, I've heard that before. Cause it don't have nothing to do with gang. Right, I've heard that about dude. I've heard that about like, like we'd have been to parties, 
And I heard dudes being like, <laughs> the same shit. Like, that nigga, them niggas think they just going to come in here and blah, blah, it's blah, blah. Nigga, I got money, too. I, 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 didn't heard my, I didn't heard that from dudes. Ask, I've overheard to, that. Listen to I, like, I've heard, listen oh, what oh. Tip talk about what happened with their partners over there when the boy got killed. Mm-hmm. It was about niggas mad they was throwing money. Like, these niggas think we broken. Yeah. That's niggas feel that. Right. And they feel like we need to compete and we need to. It's pressure for us to show you who we, because you don't feel like something. Right. Compete cool. We just we we don't gotta die. I wanna sure. we we agree with that. I'm gonna ask you one more thing. So I'm not not one more thing, but I'm gonna ask you this. So everybody you talked about, everybody's been talking about top five lists and all of this. You see all these top fifty lists and all this sure. stuff like that. West Coast top five. Okay, I'm not gonna name nobody dead. Let's nobody dead. Nobody dead. So no one dead. So so no, dead. no. Okay. So give me a West Coast top five. Everybody right dead now. is already at the top of the list. Okay. They they above the list. Right. Top five list had to be Snoop Dogg first, obviously. Snoop is number one. Had to be. It's not even whether or not he has to be. Okay. He has to be. Why does Snoop have to be? Uh, I don't know. He's the most recognizable rapper to ever rap. Um, he's probably, he's probably, uh, this is what I'll say about Snoop. Uh, Jay-Z is the most successful rapper ever to rap. He's the uh, most successful. We know, he's not on the West Coast, but he's the most, the most beloved rapper of all time. Like, just have one rapper walk into a room and everybody gonna go, oh shit, is Snoop. He's the most beloved rapper ever. And I think it's just Snoop is the rapper that couldn't go anywhere and people don't know him. Right. He is rap. Yeah. I, I said that to somebody like when Snoop. When you see Snoop, is rap. You, you see rap. You see Snoop, you know it's time to have a good time. It's like time to get like it's Snoop. Rapper. It's rappers. Yeah. Hip hop. He walked in the room. Hip hop just walked in the room with Snoop though. Okay, so who's number two? <sighs> Ice Cube. Ice Cube is number I had two. To be Ice Cube. Um, Three would have to be Unk. Okay. 40. Okay. Mm. E40 is three. It had to be, well, yeah, it had to be Unk. It had to be 40. Okay. I mean, anybody that's been relevant, it's a certain amount of things that matter. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what's funny? Unk and Cube is kind of starting to teeter. Like Unk is making his play to, to get past E40 Cube. been a, around For a long, long time. ass time. It I matters. saw E40 and Sugar T and them. At the fucking Cajun Hall in fucking '94. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 I'm old, nigga. Yeah. Hey, stop looking like, yeah, '94. Yeah. E40. Be My legit. Mom put me on E40. Yeah. Hey, bro. Sprinkle me. Hey, bro. Don't, My mom like, that was in Baton Rouge. We was fucking with. My bro. mom rested. Don't peace. disrespect 41. Put me on 40. Word, My bro. mother put me on 40. That's how long Unk been rapping and been good at it. And been good at it. So, shout out to Sugar T. So it starts. Yeah, shout out to to Dila. Shout out mm-hmm. to Dila. Shout out to D Shot. Um, mm-hmm. old click. So, Dog Cube, Unk. Short. Short. I gotta put short. You repping the bay in this list? It, it, you you. It'd be a lie if you didn't rep the bay. Like you have to, right? You said West Coast, mm-hmm. and then it's going between. It's a fight mm-hmm. between game and kid. Ah, because I don't want to disrespect Quick. It's a fight because Quick is a producer rapper, so I can give him another level too. So he okay. don't have to. Count. So in the top five, it would have West to be a fight between game and Kendrick at this point. Okay. And game is right now leading. So, but Kendrick is probably so in the top five in West Coast artists of all time. You don't yet have Kendrick Lamar. Well, again, it's like. He's my friend, right? So I can't be biased because he's my friend. Right. He's my partner. But it would be him and Game fighting for the fifth spot. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I have to give Game all his credit. Psst. Right? Game a rap legend. Right? And then 
Kendrick emerging to another level mm-hmm. of a rap legend. Yeah. So they're fighting for that last spot. Um, there's a lot of people who would say. So I can't, it's hard for me to put who who wear right there. A lot, there's a lot of people who would say that not only is Kendrick already in that top five, yeah. that he's near the top. Sure, I mean, I, I don't mind nobody saying it. It's my friend, so it's, I win either way. <laughs> right. Now, it's just, right. my list is different because I've been listening to West Coast rap now for like since the 90s. Right. So it's like, I'm telling you where, who has proven longevity, everything. That's right. Dye long, is still, long, longevity. Dot is still a new rapper. Longevity, real, longevity really, Dot is not a new man. rapper to rap, but Dot is a new rapper to the people that I've been listening to rap. Yeah. As far as the people that, that have put out. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Do you think that, so has Snoop, Snoop has been around for a long time. Mm. Has Snoop been relevant musically for the whole time he's been out? I think Snoop is relevant musically now. Now, relevant is a very, you yeah. know, subjective word. But I think, I mean, is he doing the same numbers as Doggy Style? No. But is he still impacting the culture at times? Without yeah. a doubt. Okay. Yeah, like, and, and through rap, you know. Um I, but again, like I said, it's like Cube. Like, does Cube drop the album like when he dropped America's Most? Uh, no, but the point is he did drop America's Most. Right. The point is he did drop Bow Down. Yeah. The thing is he did drop Death Certificate. Sure. Um. It, see, some people don't have enough body of work. Like, prime example, like, right? This, that's always a skewed thing. Like, my favorite West Coast album is going to be between... 2001 and the shadiest one by Dove C. Okay. So, again, like, somebody can be good, and I'm just giving you real stats. These are stats that's proven, mm-hmm. right? And But some of my my favorite, Street Gospel, Sugar Free. Mm-hmm. That shit don't get enough credit. Everybody loves Sugar Free, though. And, and, but that Everybody loves Sugar Free. It's like West Pomona, Coast right? Royalty. Pomona? Pomona in the house. Shout out to Shout Pomona. Shout out to Dre. Yeah, like, um, everybody loves Sugar Free. Yeah, and it's like, you know... Sugar Free is a rapper that if if you don't like him, I feel like you corny. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre and Quick producing rap. Uh, again, yeah. like I said, it's, to me, Dot and, and Game would be fight. And Dot and, and Game has been putting it down. Dot is like a phenom, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's a conversation. But right. again, I couldn't never disrespect Snoop, Cube, 40, and so this, Short. So this is the list. Because we definitely going to put this on IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Glasses Malone's top five West Coast list. Yeah. Tie. So, you got Snoop, Q, 40, Short, and a tie between Game and Dot. A tie between Kendrick Game Lamar and, I, I and need to. I need other people to answer it for me. Because it's like, I'm probably biased to both. Because both. You know, I know Dot is my boy. Game put me on. Oh, by the way, we have to say this list is only people who are alive. Cause we yeah, are, you can't yeah. you can't name people that died. That's just yeah. it's not fair. You know right. what I'm saying? Because you know what I mean. It's just not fair. Like that ain't really fair. Some people are above list. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, Pac, certain people are above list. Right. You know what I mean? They mean something else. Uh, just those five. That's that's really those six is the real conversation to me. And you feel you feel like right now because the West Coast was down for a little while. You feel like, but right now, the, the West Coast is as diverse as it's ever been, hip like in the, from a hip hop perspective to me. Yeah, it's yeah. all over the place. Everybody representing different parts of the West Coast. My, you know, my favorite West Coast rapper is yeah. of all of these guys. Oh. All of these guys, I listen to all of these dudes, love them all. I like Vince Staples the best out of all of them. Vince is dope. 
Vince is nasty. Vince, you know, Vince Staples you know is fucking most, insane. You know who's the most Love underrated rapper to me, and he gets his props, but he's pretty underrated? Who? Probably YG. Word. And it sounds crazy, right? Because people think I'm not saying YG think. don't... YG make amazing music. Right. So, great music, but people normally don't think of YG as just like a rapper rapper. Yeah, yeah, he can rap. I mean... And he definitely can. And, and that credit doesn't go to Mustard and YG and Ty Dolla Sign, what they created. Like, that, what they created, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy when I think about it. Because then I got to start thinking about Tiger. I got to think about Kid Ink. I got to think about Genesis. I got to think about all of these building blocks. You know, mm-hmm. Lil' Kalen. Uh, um, it's a lot of these dudes. Blast. It's some dudes coming up. So, but for me. RJ. Shout out to oh RJ. Man, Joe Moses. People Joe that Moses. we don't even. Yeah. You know, the foundation, and again, like I said. AD, shout out to my boy. Yeah, shout out to Compton AD. AD yeah. from Compton. I mean, we yeah. could do this all day. So, But the point I'm saying is, I feel like YG doesn't really get, probably, problem don't get it, but YG doesn't really get. And he did it without Doc. Mm. He's not a part of Doc's family tree. Mm. Like Mustard. Ty and YG started a new family tree. Tiger's mm. a part of that family tree. You know, Kid Ink's a part of that family tree. That's something happening under everybody's nose that they're not really tripping off of. Mm. He created a new family tree. They didn't come from Dre. They didn't come from Dre. Think about it, everything came from Dre. Dre gave you Cube, Easy, Ren. Cube gave you Mac 10, Dub C to a degree. Mm-hmm. Call, uh, caution. Uh, uh, toy, all them people. Mac Ten, I'm here because of Mac Ten to a degree. Game, I'm here because of game. Dre, like, it's a whole family tree. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick, TDE, Aftermath, all of that. So you got these guys who started a new family tree, and they probably don't get credit. Shout out to the Holy Grail of modern West Coast rap, Tooted and Booted. That's the Holy Grail. Tooted and Booted is. Is I, I keep saying it. Well, so so so. Tooted and Booted is a top five most important song of West Coast rap music. Word. Yeah. I'll give you the top five most important rap music songs for West Coast. Give them to me. Six in the morning. That's being number one. Okay. First gangster rap song ever. This no, because I'm not gonna do Schooly D like that. Ice T is my OG. Hey. But I'm not gonna disrespect Schooly D. It's a debate. Feel me? Because but it's a debate that six in the morning is the first gangster rap. Shout out Schooly D. It's a debate. PSK though. Yeah. I'm not gonna do PSK like that. But I'm with mm-hmm. you. Okay. So West Coast for sure. Yeah. Six in the morning is the number one. So shout out to the Godfather. This gangster shit is Ice T. Right. Right. That's how you get boys in the hood. Uh-huh. Right? That's how you get regulate. That's yeah. how you get today was a good day. That's how you get tonight by DJ Quick. You get the story from Ice T. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the number one most important song in West Coast rap history. The number two most important song in, in gangster rap history, right? Is nothing but a G thing. Okay. Total Obviously G Funk. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you could say deep cover, but I say nothing but a G thing because it showed you that. Nothing G-Funk but G G thing is more important. Deep cover is harder. Yeah, yeah. Right, you cover it's hard. Important, right? So yeah. nothing but a G thing. Nothing right? but a G thing. That's that. number two, right? Number three, right? Mm-hmm. Number three, right, is uh. Tooted and Booted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not hating. So Tooted and Booted is the third most, most important, important rap song in West, West Coast rap Coast history. History. Give me the next two, then I'm going to ask you about Tooted and Booted. <sighs> Regulate, 
Regulator's probably the biggest song. First off, that's probably the most that's the most popular West Coast gangster rap song. Okay. But I actually is regulate. And I'm gonna tell you why. Number four, it establishes Nate Dogg. So not only did it establish Warren G as a producer, but it established who became probably the melody of mm-hmm. 90% of the West Coast good time records right. and Nate Dogg. Right. And then number five, I need you to find some kind of way to put some type of respect on Tupac's name at some point in this podcast. Uh, Tupac must die. Knock the hell out of here. That's not the number five. You know I wouldn't even put that. Right. Neither. Um, Let me be honest. Let me be honest. Because well, Tupac is different, right? It's... it's if I had, yeah. Just number five. For you know, number five. West Coast. See, that's the only problem we say West Coast. Number five. Important. Let me let me run my let me run my list down. Six AM. Okay. Number one. None but a G thing, number two. Tooted and booted, number three. Nate Dog, Warren G regulate, number four. Right? Warren is gonna kill me for that. Number five. You got so many joints out there. You got ain't no fun. I, I wouldn't say it's important because that's a product of number the G thing. Okay. You know what? I'm going to give you a pox song. Give me a pox song. It's not going to be the pox song y'all want, though. I get around. Okay. Is it either going to be I get around? No, it is I get around. Because he had, he had, he touched the bay on it? Because that began. The Bay Area had success before that, right? Mm-hmm. But I get around is probably Yeah. I, I go with I get around. Yeah. I get around. Because for me as important, right, it, it I can't I wanna say it just really represents the Bay, but I don't really wanna disrespect Unk. But uh, See, I got I like I, I think there's other songs that like I think I would say I got five on it represents the bay even more. I than, thought about that. Like, I think because that's yeah, one of the biggest. That's a top five big West Coast songs. Yeah, I think I got five on it represents the bay probably more than I get around. Yeah, yeah, and they 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 shit. That, that's that joint was out of here. So so I'll give you this right. Mm-hmm. I get around. Okay. Or I got five on it. Either one. I'm, I'm for that. All right. For that. Important then, though. All right. Important. Not, not great. It's important. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to get into something else with Glasses real quick before he gets out of here. Glasses is a crazy boxing fan, as I am. Just Give me one of your crazy boxing things that you said. Like, he just says crazy shit. Like, Glasses will say shit like... Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is going to be Vladimir Klitschko, the crazy thing I said. I didn't, okay, I know I wasn't around for that. I don't remember that. Top Dolphin TD, I tell you. Yeah, like, uh, shout out to Top. Yeah. Like, like, we didn't know a lot of shout like, like, That was crazy that I said also that... Deontay Wilder wasn't gonna beat Tyson Fury too, to people. Right. I didn't. But I. But I. I agree with that. I thought it was gonna be a tough fight for Deontay. That's but right. you. But. But I mean, you. You kind of say stuff like what? Like you say that Tyson Fury is the greatest boxer. I did not say that. You did say that. There you go. Put you said. You said. You said Tyson. You said Tyson Fury was the best. Yo, run it back on your Adrian. You said Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is the best boxer in the heavyweight division since Muhammad Ali. Yes. That's what you said. No, I said he has the potential to be. He just has to prove it. See what I'm saying? This is I'm the type of psychosis the that makes niggas make weird Tupac videos. Dog, they can't remember six, what they were saying. Dog, no, that's not true. Like, well, listen, uh, I'm telling you, like, I believe he's going to prove it, right? You got to prove it. He is the greatest heavyweight since Muhammad Ali. 
Tyson Fury is the greatest heavyweight since Muhammad Ali. Yes, he, but he has to prove it. Oh, my bro, that's, uh, I think Colin Sexton is the greatest player since Michael Jordan. He's got to prove it. No, no, no. Like, like, but, it, but he already did something. Right. Muhammad right. Ali-ish. Okay, which was beat Vladimir Klitschko. Right, so in fight 24-25, you dethroned the lineal heavyweight champion. The lineal heavyweight champion, who hadn't lost in nine years. Right. Twenty plus defenses. Right. Did yeah. you dethrone him in his in Germany in his second hometown? Came there and beat him. Crazy Took style for Klitschko. Right. Then luck. get kicked out the sport for whatever reason. They say dirty test. That never came back dirty. Right. Shout out to the homie because they then couldn't smut on his name. Then he gained hundred pounds. He was weird. Blew up. Yeah. Right. It like it like it was it was yeah right. it was the whole thing. Went through a whole thing. Yeah. Right. Come back. Fight two guys that probably deliver pizzas. Right. No disrespect to them brothers. Right. Right, and then come back and give the fight of his life to the current hardest puncher to ever fight in the heavyweight division. Still think he won the fight. Still but I understand Tyson why. The, and I understand Still why. Still think story, Tyson Fury won the fight. And I understand why the story you couldn't give it to nobody. I get. I get. You knock down twice. It's gonna be tough to take the sure. champion's belt. Still think he won the fight. Tyson Fury, greatest uh, of all time. Now, before we get out of here, tell me this thing about Tudor and Booty. This is not this Tudor and Booty. Tudor and Booty. Because well, you should put respect. Motherfuckers need to put respect on Tudor and Booty, though. I'm not saying that they don't, but right. I'll just, like, I, I guarantee you this, Glasses. We could do a blind test. We could go out and we could get love Tudor and Booty. Tudor and Booty used to come on the radio all the time. Like, hey, in the club. hey, hey, love it. Um, but nobody else, very few other people, probably besides YG and Mustard, would actually put two in and booted in there. Probably YG and Mustard wouldn't do it. Okay, probably not, right? No, they wouldn't probably do it. Right, so why is two in and booted so important to you? You have the the current most successful rapper, right, representing LA outside of Kendrick Lamar and YG mm -hmm. because of two in and booted. You have who looks like the most prominent melody master in hip-hop in Ty Dolla Sign. Mm -hmm. You have the the... You have the the number one producer in West Coast music currently in Mustard. That's how they entered the game. That's how you found out who they were. Mm -hmm. That's how I found out who they were. Not when it was on the radio and not the cool little pretty video where it was at the graduation, the one where they was at the beach and all of these people was dancing and you had never felt this energy. Mm -hmm. And that energy became the dominant energy for 10 years now. Mm. For 10 years. So, because Mustard's so important, because YG's so important, because Ty's so important, and that's the song that And that them. sound. Right. That fun feel is how you got it. Mm. That feel. That, and that record is brilliant. Shout out to the homie Chords. Chords don't get credit, but Chords, uh, 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 Rest in Peace, Chicasso, the people that were around that time, that song is really special. Where they sampled that song from mm -hmm. is from a What's Sunshine Pop from? song. It's from the Association. Okay. Songs in the Wind. It's a California group. That song is magic. Mm. That song is magic, and I am sick and tired because of people <laughs> not giving credit to Res that put some magic respect on Tootin' and Booty's Don't name. look at that video where he's at that graduation. Go look at the original video where him and the Pushes was at that beach, and you've seen that energy. Mm. Looking at Tootin' and Booty and watching that energy, being in the business was like the first time I saw Chief Keith and all his homies in that house. That was crazy. It was like the first time I saw Dre and Snoop at that party. Yeah. When I first saw Chief Keith and them in that house, I was like, I hope this these niggas make it. This shit is scary. Like, like, That's I, I was hip hop. Like, bro, I was, I, bro, I was like, I hope these niggas make it.
because I don't want I don't want them to do I don't want them to do the alternative. I was uh, yo, I'll send them some fucking money. Start a GoFundMe. Like like so like no I, I'm no I, I'm I'm serious. When I first saw that video, I remember my brother was like, yo, you gotta see this shit. And I was like, bro, like I gotta go to church tomorrow. Like I gotta pray for these little niggas. This looks wild. I'm Listen, glad they made it, bro. And what's crazy God is, damn right, it. that's real hip-hop. Because you know why? A year or two later, they started talking about the epidemic that's in Chicago. It's true. That we shed a light it on it. first. Yeah. That's what hip-hop does. Like, So listen, take notes, all you people in rap. Some successful, some not successful. CNN should be reporting on what you're talking about. You shouldn't be reporting to me what CNN is telling you. I don't want to hear you make a rap song about the same thing CNN reported on the news. Mm -hmm. That ain't hip hop. Right. Hip hop is when you unearth a culture, right, of dudes wearing dreads, crazy guns, mm -hmm. like people dying. You you learning what's going on. You you being informed on all kind of stuff you didn't know was happening. And then a year later, CNN is running reports and specials on it. Mm. Tupac must die is the 2019 fuck the police. Nobody get it though. That's the thing. It unearthed a culture and a mentality that seemed how that somehow people didn't know existed. Right. And nobody was above it. I think people thought people was above it. And it's like nobody's above this. Mm. Straight up. White people clap for Glass Malone. His next single, We Gotta Get Jesus Out of Here, will be out <laughs> this Christmas, just in time for Christmas. <laughs> It will take the POV of the Pharisees. What are you going to do when I drop light of Christ? I, the, I, I don't want to. Hey, we out.